Previously on Will Save. A hard-fought battle for our adventurers, with Hears and Bernice missing too many melees to mention. Dr. OK managed some impressive damage from a critical hit, but it was no match for the Maleficent machine until Rick-19 decided to stand up and deliver yet another critical hit, proving once again it takes a murder bot to murder a bot. The crew make their way to the still-functioning communications console, where a steward special ops agent seeks the immediate surrender of this spaceship suspected of illegal activity. Will our company's comms be enough to clear them of their present precariousness? Or has this emotional support squad not seen their last dog day? Find out this time on Will Save. Welcome to the episode before the episode. Episode 51, where we're one week away from a full year of Will Save the Podcast. What? Full year. Happy and no, we'll wait till the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kev, come on, come on. The the Eve. The Eve. This is the anticipation of the anniversary. This is Will. We'll save Eve. Eve. We'll save Eve as it what? shall now be known. Sure. What are you all going to get each other for our anniversary? Didn't we talk about this last time? With, we, tattoos. We? We're getting tattoos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a possibility. Some of us might be. Maybe temporary tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Just like little, crack a jackbox one. Yeah. A little peel and stick. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I will get a, a will save tattoo. If you I guess. know you will. No, we. I will There's also no doubt get one. In our minds that you would. <laughs> Tattoo yourself anything you, yeah, yeah, anything anybody dared you to, to tattoo. Pretty much. That's not entirely true. But moving on, you sure? Yeah, let's move on. I wonder what his limits are. I, I feel like they're not very high. Should work on a new Will Save logo that looks remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, no matter to where it is, yeah, imagery. <laughs> no matter where it is on your body. Uh, I don't know yeah. about that one, guys. <laughs> Yeah, so we're one week away from a time where you could put on one episode of We'll Save for an entire year, and you would loop back. Pretty cool. Only possible kind of- because of our listeners. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, awesome listeners. You guys rock. And now you on... for real. Awesome. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are fantastic. Didn't mean to cut off the high praise of you here at the table with us. I can see all of you. With we us. see you. We can see all with of our you. VR headsets. With, let's just do like we'll save metaverse. That's what we got. Yeah. We'll save metaverse. Yeah. Be the- <laughs> Wait, the VR is just us in a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People, we can actually fancy. legit do that. Yeah. Bunch of microphones. Yeah. 
You can join us. I'm not us. kidding. It's probably something we should talk about. We should. Yeah. Yeah. We should consider it. Will and I are actually in the uh, the where we'll save on location. Yeah. In the high desert. High desert. The high desert of Yucca Valley. Yep. Or is it Yucca? I, Yucca. Yucca. Yeah. Kelly, mm. you want to say something? Nothing. I'm just in Long Beach, the 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 port of Long Beach, where all of your electronics come in. All of my, or <laughs> <laughs> they're all sitting currently. All the furniture for this house is just stuck there. <laughs> they're all waiting to come in. <laughs> yeah. Kelly, why are you recording right now when you could be helping offload everything? <laughs> Go be a he's a longshoreman. <laughs> he's a longshoreman. Yeah. So, just want to get to a topic that I know has been just burning a hole in my pocket. And I'm sure everyone has been asking. They've been like, oh, when when, when are you going to talk about this? And, uh, well, I today's the really day. I really nervous when John, like, preempts his questions in any way. It's every time he's like, I'm going to ask a question about. I'm like, oh, God, where what is this What is the hella disgusting food that you liked as a child that you look back now on? You're like, why did I do that? <laughs> Like, like what is, or maybe you still like it and, and that's great. You know what? Live your best life. I'll take lead on this one. Okay. Um, cottage cheese. Yeah. I know a lot of people like cottage cheese, but they usually mix it with like fruits and stuff, yeah. which I'm still not for. Yeah. I'm not um, but I understand that at least I used to just like eat cottage cheese by the spoonfuls as is. <laughs> and now I'm like, that is disgusting. Like, what, what was wrong with me as a child? Who, who didn't stop me and go like, kid, that's gross. Like if I see my son eating cottage cheese, I'm going to let him know. Like that's disgusting. You're in disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna say. That is pretty gross. It's hard to talk that. You are definitely your mother's child. Will <laughs> I don't I don't know that there's like super weird food, but uh, I would eat uh, peanut butter, honey, and marshmallow sandwiches as a kid. That sounds, well, that's not too. Bad. That's not too bad. No, it's really good. That's like oh, a very sweet cream and peanut butter is really sweet good. peanut buttery. Yeah. You know, like I always forget what the name of it's called, but like there's a there's a navy term for it. I don't know. I want another Navy term. Yeah. Uh, to show off. I don't know. I like all kinds of weird foods, but yeah, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, that's, really that's a good choice that makes sense to continue. You know, to yeah. maybe just like I'm not going like, to go out and buy marshmallows <laughs> tomorrow or anything. But I found it. If it was it's around, I'd fl- try it. Kev, what? Fluffernutter. Oh yeah, fluffer butter. A fluffernutter. 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 Yeah, because the marshmallow is the fluffer part, yeah. and the nutter is the peanut butter. It's a fluffernutter. The nutter is <laughs> the, the honey part. That, what Kelly? What food did you? <laughs> what food did you? That was funny. Uh, honestly, everything that I ate as a kid was really delicious. The only thing I, I sort of reversed the question in my mind, and I think like if I was a kid and I look forward to today. I'm surprised that I would be drinking coffee, liking black licorice, things like that. Mm. But one thing that I might not like today is those Flintstone push pops. Maybe today they'd be kind of gross, but I remember they were delicious back then. I, I like they, the I orange creamsicle ones. Yeah, that's the best mm. one. Well, the cherry one was yeah, pretty good. They were too. all good. I forgot that those yeah. existed. Yeah. Plus the Flintstone vitamins, those are good too. I know beer beer's an, still an interesting one to me because like I still don't like hoppy beers. Like I'll drink IPAs, but I don't love them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's oh, an I don't like IPAs taste. either. Yeah. yeah, I've never required it though. It I'm has gonna, to be like the most mild IPA ever. <laughs> the most mild yeah. one. I'm gonna put it yeah. out to our listeners and say that if there's an IPA that you think will change Kev's mind or Kelly's mind 
think you should I've let tried. us know. I've tried. Please. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I bring Will the hazies. Like I bring the New England style funk. Mm-hmm. I do all kinds of stuff. And Kev is just like, send me some stouts. Yeah. Right? Stouts, stouts on a hot years. day. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, in June. Well, kind of the, I don't like stouts, that's for sure, either. It's too uh, bitter. For, or too strong. But hazy IPAs are pretty good. Will also has sours. He has all kinds it's of true. beers. But this, he introduced sours to me, and sours are, oh, yeah, they're so good. Are good. Sours are great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a frequent beer here at the the Will Save Table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're members of many breweries, and we trade. Yeah. We'll take trade. I Yeah. Please trade us. We There's will trade the you. the Kona Kona um, trade some good stuff. No, Hanalei, yeah, is is a really good IPA, but it's it's a tropical IPA, so like the, the tropical mm-hmm. flavors cut that hoppiness. That's in now though. Yeah, that's in. The the you can get that at Walmart. Yeah, come on, the ballast point. Yeah, yeah, it's Kona. Kona's a great great brewery. Kona's I awesome. had it like two days ago. That IPA. All right, so before we start, I just want to say the thing that I had that. If I had it now, I might like it or I might not. And I'm curious what you guys think. And I did it one of two ways. Two foods. Sliced American cheese, chocolate chip cookies. Didn't matter how what? you make the sandwich. Oh. Two slices of cheese, cookie in the middle. Two cookies, slice <laughs> of cheese in the middle. I don't know why I did it. But sometimes I would just come into the kitchen, be like, Jones in for some food. And I just put them together. Like, that is, is tasty. Individually wrapped you- cheese slices and cookies. That is chocolate so chip disgusting. <laughs> I think you're ahead of your time, though. So I, there was a show. It, um, what's the? There's the View, and then there was another show that was like a. It wasn't a spinoff, but it was a parody called The Chew, where yeah. like, it was four, <laughs> four like chefs or whatever. That it was a talk show, but it beats four, four or five chefs. But one episode, I would put it on in the background. Um, and one episode, they talked about a grilled cheese, chocolate chip cookie sandwich. And yeah. I was like, this sounds, but ever, and even, even these like professional chefs were like, no, you can't do that. That's too. And one guy was like, I don't know. I'll give it a try. And they all tried it. And every one of them was like, this is so good. It's because the cheese is like savory mm. and sweet and like blah, blah, mm. which I, I can see where you're coming from that. You know, with that. Why don't we do I might that actually then. do it. Let's do what? it together sometime or something. Let's make oh, that. Oh, I just made cookie dough last night. So. Oh, okay, make it. So I'll I think try it, John. Some like Diddy Reese cookies. Ooh, yeah. Change up, <laughs> change up the cookies. Change up the cheese. Mm. You know, mm. sure. Some there's fromage. some some fresh fromage. Fromage. <laughs> get some uh, How uh, uh, t- uh, cas- uh, uh, queso fresco or whatever. Oh wow, that's, that's a mm, wow. Yeah, yeah Kelly would, with the yeah. with the West we Coast have slant a, here. We should have a <laughs> cheese and cookie food off. I'm in. Oh. All right, sorry. One one more little good. story. Um, my friends, Micah and Gamble, they their son for his birthday one year, uh, they used to sing when he was a baby. They would sing him uh, cheese and donuts to the t- tune of Adam's Family. Oh, it's like cheese and, or not or not Adam's Family. Um, cheese uh, and the no, it was the other one. The uh, the, the monsters the, uh, happily ever after or whatever that one was. So it'd be. Cheese and donuts, cheese and donuts. Oh, they go together that. like cheese and donuts. And it just it was a goofy song, but it's the only song that would keep the baby calm. So they threw a birthday party for him and it was a cheese and donuts birthday party. A and it was fantastic. And donuts birthday party. Amazing. That sounds great. I, that sounds I like, like one a, I want to go to. I mean it's commonplace now, but the maple bacon donut. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. So good. Mm. 
voodoo Agreed. voodoo donuts, donuts are good. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, P-N-W. get us some voodoo donuts. Yeah, yes, yeah, Jeremy, we're reaching out to you because we know. But maybe there are other listeners up there in the north northwest. Does he like deliver them or something? What does he do? No, he just lives up in the northwest. Oh, okay. It's voodoo voodoo donuts started up in Portland. Oh, okay. um, it's spread out though. There's one in like Universal City now. Yeah, it's not as good though, from what I hear. Have you guys had? It's just not the same. Have you guys had Dutch Bros coffee? That's also from up north and creeping its way down. It's pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's not as good. Sell us on it. Sell us on it, Kelly. Uh. Well, I. There. It's kind. Of, there are just like twenty jillion flavors, and they're. It's really, really rich and mm. creamy, mm. which I like. Yeah, but it's. I think the biggest selling point for it is it's drive through. It's that's all it is. It's yeah. A booth. It's like a little kiosk ish kind of thing. Mm. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Try. But I like my lattes, and they don't do very good lattes. That might be. Ah. Man, we got way off topic. We got way <laughs> off topic, and you know what? I'm kind of okay with it. Should we play? Let's play. Let's play. Let's do it. Play. Oh goodness! Wait, before we play, we got to do like oh. a recap because I just want you to repeat what was said. We got it. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. I know. But when you say let's play, it's like all of us playing. It's not. But we're not all playing no, until you tell let's us. Let's play is like the the gateway. Let's be, let's, let's be real. It's the gateway drug into Starfinder. Go ahead, John. <laughs> Thank you. <John. laughs> Don't use this long pause at all to build any suspense. Yeah, definitely not. This is Steward Ops Special Agent Nala Yalamis. Your operation has been identified as the source of illegal activity in packed world space. Surrender, and you will not be further harmed. Please transmit compliance on this frequency. These could be the first words that you have heard in recent memory that have given you hope, possibly. That someone, some person is out there, and they have been trying to contact this place wherever you are what is this place is it is it a space station is it just a, a twisted laboratory area is it all of this what are narla's intentions perhaps they will have more answers because right now you are in what is ostensibly a comms room having defended yourself against the abadar corp gatekeeper robot that is associated with this security console. You can see in the corner that there are rods that are meant to hold people, that are meant to keep people in place. Why? I don't know. They're called pillories. But you're here, and as I move you guys over, you're on the landing page right now where I put the face that you see, and I'll read again what it is. As I move you guys over, but I put the face that you see popping up into the comms. It's well, wait. So this is like an elf. I'm assuming woman. You, I say elf because her ears are pointed, mm-hmm. um, but she she, she kind of has the sides of her head shaved, and then like her hair on top is kind of pompadoury style. Or not, it's not pompadour. What is that? Just combed up. Yeah, it's combed up. Uh, it's it's like looks a like a faux hawk, kind of. Yeah, yeah. The marking. She has a tattoo. The marking on yeah. on her face tattoo maybe paint. It's under her right eye in gold is the symbol of Waden. You can tell, too, a little bit that she's... Waden! 
So it's not the ship. That's the name of the the, the god. What is this god right? again? Waden. Oh, uh, could could we explain the god for our listeners and for us in case we forget? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, you want to do a story time? Yeah, a little, a little, a little new test that we're plugging that, that that we're betaing called Starfinder Story Time. Starfinder Story Time. Starfinder Story Time. I'm gonna look over to Kev, the parent, to see. Wait, why am I the parent? Okay, I found Wade. Do you want me to read the whole thing? You don't need to read the whole thing. Just give us. Well, the I, I can't summarize it because I haven't read it yet. But um, Waden is the the endless horizon is the like nickname. It is a. Um, Chaotic good, god of discovery, equality, exploration, and freedom. Um, its centers of worships are Absalon Station, the Diaspora, uh, Adari, and Verses. The symbol is a starship heading into the unknown. I like this phrase. While Desna advocates travel for travel's sake, Waden expounds the virtues of voyaging with an end goal in mind, even if the goal is simply discovery. Oh, it's kind of cute. It's like Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Star Trek. Envoys, explorers, Gnostics, socialists, and starfinders, oh, and colonists, heading to their new homes on recently discovered planets, make up the majority of Waden's followers. Yeah. I was going to say, it seems like something the starfinders would like. Yeah. Um, she also has this sigil on her collar. That is ah, what yes. sigil there? That is the sigil of the stewards. Ah, yeah, that's right. The say. stewards. Kind of hard to see, but. Yeah. Stewards. Let me, let me grab that right for a stewards ops special agent Narla Yalamis. Mm-hmm. So I ask what you all want to do, and I'm I'm going to tell you something here that you I think would know kind of for free, which is that this message is coming in again in Aklo, right? This is a comm station that is not. It's not necessarily telepathic, right? Because you're hearing the Aklo words and you're translating them. But what do you all... Can we respond? So I think you can... You would know and you can see that you can respond. These are messages that have come in. But there's a way for you to respond. Or you can wait. See what happens. You can... I would. I wish to respond. Kev? Can I just... Um, can I do... Just a roller. Uh like a culture check on Aklo itself. I do speak Aklo, so I don't know if I get any kind of bonus for knowing it or something. You know, Yeah, like it. what's its origin? Is that what you're trying yeah, to like figure Yeah, like who, who speaks Aklo, right? We know the Greys speak Aklo, mm-hmm. but like... I also speak where, Aklo. Where else does Aklo use? Give me... Oh yeah, I speak Aklo now too. Yeah. Give me a culture check. I'll assist. <sighs> just barely <laughs> assist, but... <laughs> Okay, so uh, I, I rolled a one. You rolled so, a one, and I have a plus two on culture. It so. is one of the most commonly spoken languages in the Pact World system. So maybe you just kind of briefly forgot that Rick nineteen, right? Maybe just in your mind, you're 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 so focused on what is she saying? Why is she saying it? That you just kind of forget because you haven't heard it often. Doctor OK is like. Oh pretty common rick just learned it 20 minutes 20 or two days ago or whatever time frame that was it is the language used by the inhabitants of the planet octurn in the dominion of the black octurn is a crazy place you should definitely read the packed world's entry on octurn it is there were some jokes about it uh a while back yes on on, on twitter (laughs) octurn is it is not a vacation planet that's for sure kelly 
What is Here's, the Dominion of the Black? What is the Dominion of the Black? Yeah. Let me. What's that? Uh, but while I'm clicking on it, I just remember that they're a they're like one of the organizations. Uh, I like oh, okay. this great word from the Starfinder Wiki, or this great phrase: "is an intergalactic coalition of obscenely powerful aberrations based in the dark <laughs> tapestry, the darkness between the stars." Its ultimate oh. goals remain a dreadful mystery, whispered to be the extermination of sentient life throughout the universe, or its replacement by something from another reality. That's ominous. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that is. And the cults of the Elder Mythos declared war upon each other. Uh, the Dominion of the Black and the cults of the Elder Mythos, Mythos on Octurn declared war upon each other. So again, Octurn's not like, you know, you're not going to go stay on a resort. Octurn. It's funny because like like Eox is a planet of undead, but like Octurn is like a planet of just evil. It feels like well, it's like just, there's a thought that is the planet itself part of the whole, yeah. right? Like like the planet itself might have something to do with all of it. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Octurn's a pretty cool place. So you do know with this culture check though, since you speak Eclo, that you get the gist of the messages from words that are the same in common and Eclo. Like it, 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 it seems to like, there's no idiom or special meaning that is in Eclo. That is a particular reason why it's in Eclo. Okay. Cool. But yeah, so you're standing there. Yeah. Uh, you're standing there. I'm going to clear that for me. Rick is in the corner of the room. Um, Bernice is in the room. Chad, the door is closed. I believe he closed it. Is Chad chilling outside? Here's, <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, I just think surfing he is. in the hallways. Just surfing in the hallways, and Doctor Okay and here's are standing at this brightly colored Abadar Core standard console, and you are hearing the sound that is occasionally coming through on the Sirenscape. You know, you're you're still hearing that ping, but as you check the messages now, it, it seems like this is this ping is coming from this console. Ha- has been because there are comms messages coming into this console. Here's. Uh, here's wants to figure out if we do respond because this is a sort of telepathic communication thing. If the any grays might be alerted to our response. So it is not a te- it's a it's a it's a it's a standard Avatar Corp. Oh, okay. Com, com console. So it's not the gray telepathic uh, one. Got it. So it's Sweet. yeah. So it's not. So it's like the gray stole Avatar Core technology and made a whole room based on it. But there are these pings that are put throughout the ship whenever a message is received by it, so they sort of modified it to like communicate with them that way. Because only I could only hear it, right? Yeah, you were getting this ping, but now that you've been in the yeah. room, you know, uh, Brick19 and Dr. OK, you can, you can see that this is the flashing blue, red, and purple lights are coinciding with this ping. You said there were two two um, panels though, right? And we only in, did something to the one? Yeah, so you saw that the the console has two portions. One is the comm, right? It's a, the system-wide comm, right? The other is a camera monitoring portion of where you're at, but it's suffered catastrophic damage. So there's there's no way to, to boot that up, see what was going on, but that probably would have controlled any cameras that were in this place. Okay. So what do you want to do? Dr. Okay, I'm just going to say, uh, I think we should try to contact these, the stewards, uh, and tell them what we've been experiencing. Perhaps they can give us some guidance. 
I concur. The stewards are, are definitely a good organization to reach out to. They can help us and maybe save us. Here's Agreed. Do you think? Yeah, I uh, I agree. Okay. Uh, should I? Do I have to roll to uh, operate this thing, or can I just free 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 wheel it? <laughs> you can free 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 free, free, free wheel, wheel it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Doctor Okay, Doctor Kantu Okatis. We are being we 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 are prisoners seeking to escape this horrifying uh, illicit f- laboratory of experiments uh, please help you close the channel you've, you've closed the comms right so nothing is, is coming up on that blue screen yet you you're sent- supposed to say over after over. you finish <laughs> as soon as you say over no I'm just kidding there's nothing coming through on that blue ho- like hollow projector you wait maybe 10 seconds. Nothing comes in. 20 seconds. 30 seconds later, the image, as it does on our landing page, coalesces into this same face. You see the symbol of Waden. You see the Starfinder logo on the neck. And you see a look of, for a brief second, a surprise. And then the face composes and that same voice comes out well uh, my name is steward op special agent Nala Yalamis what are you doing at this station I'm surprised to have received a response from uh, Dr. Kantu Okatas yes we were kidnapped and we were uh, I don't know Shanghai. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. That term evades me. We, we were kidnapped under false pretenses. We were expected to travel to Absalom Station, and uh, we find ourselves in this uh, maze of horror and demonic, demonic uh, experimentation. Is there anyone else there with you? Yes, uh, our, we, several of us. Uh, some have died, and well, we're in dire straits. We need we need exfiltration. You can understand my uh, surprise and slight apprehension at well, as I'm sure you've heard the message that we sent through to whoever is here. But I'm surprised to receive a response, and I. I'm sorry to hear that you have apparently been kidnapped or that some of your 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 crew has been killed. It's horrible, but I again, I am a stewards op special agent in charge here. We are here to investigate this space that you're in. This this might just be like a um semantics question, but is she now speaking common or are we still talking in Aklo? Because well, Doctor Okay, I presume came in in common, so she's responding to you in common. Okay, yeah, because like yeah, she was she was hailing in Aklo. You said yeah, right? mm-hmm. okay, yeah. As she finishes saying, reiterating who she is and a bit of why she's here, you don't need a any sort of any sort of, of sense of motive or, or per- perception to understand that she is actively adapting to a situation 
that she was not prepared for. But as a professional, she is weary, but warm. Well, I think she she said she made a comment about like we we won't do any more damage and or you won't be harmed any further. So she is a part of this like uh, you know invading group that is bombarding the ship slash. Do we even know her on the ship? We know her. Whatever, whatever we we're on, we don't. Whatever we're on, it's it's the reason it's falling apart and exploding is the stewards. They were attacking this base slash ship slash planet slash star station. As I said, you are not the compliance that I was expecting on this frequency. But as it is, there is, uh, and as she's thinking of the next thing to say, then there is another of someone else coming into the communication. Oh God, the greys are going to intercept. You see this face that I'm going to show you on roll 20. The face oh. of a round, sorry, the round face of a balding Demaya Lashunta man with military cut black hair, slick back where it might be long, trim black beard, Appears also next to the face of Narla. Can I just get some clarification? Lashintas don't have male and female, right? They, I believe, there's a Demaya Lashinta, and there's another like uh, species of Lashinta, but there is male. There's male and there's female, okay. and I think there's an. It's I think it's similar to Sheeran in that there's like there's a, there's a host Sheeran and there's another non-binary mm-hmm. Lashinta. But now I'm curious. If you pull it up, Kev, that would be great. But, I'm, well, I'm trying not to take notes, too. Yeah, this is a balding Demaya Lashinta man. Uh, does the, the man say anything? Right. So as soon as that face pops up, he begins talking immediately. Ulamus, we have a problem. Blast doors close behind us. Station bulkhead quality. They cut off our retreat to the landing bay. The computer here reads that the facility is on an emergency sanitation procedure. Two reactors, Ulamus. Two, both going critical within the next 12 hours or so. There's an access tunnel that that leads to both according to the schematics. I'm already down one person, and judging by what we've seen so far, I'd say it's iffy whether we get through this horror show to reach both reactors. And then... Ask for clarification. Are those reactors on this, this laboratory? The man turns and presumably looks at what would be your face coming through on the comms. Interesting. Identify yourself. Uh, Shay, again, I am Narva Yalamis, the steward's op special agent in charge. This is Shay. He's my partner. He is on this station with you. Really? This is d- so it is a station. We are unsure exactly what to call it. Our, well, and then for a second, she pauses. We have our suspicions about what this is, but uh, we're, we're not sure. I, I don't want to speculate at this point. Shay and his team are, are, are supposed to, to find out the particulars during their mission. Shay cuts are right in. Are you aware that this is a gray base and they are doing experiments on people? Yes. Shay cuts right in saying, grays. Yeah, we're dealing with grays here. There's something going on that is nefarious and we're here to investigate it. And you can see Narla is like, yeah. You can tell that she's trying to be the responsible one who is 
both gauging who you are and not wanting to share too much information. And he's just boots on the ground, figuring it out as he goes yeah. to accomplish the mission. Okay. We could try to convince them to reveal more. And he asked me who I was. He did ask you who you were. This is Dr. Kuntu Okatis of uh, Pebec and uh, the university planet. Are f- my friends, this, we've banded together to fight these greys through their experimentation and demonic ends. We are looking to escape, but we can possibly assist in your mission should it uh, be beneficial to us surviving. <laughs> Shay jumps in and says, well, maybe we just got a break here. Listen, and starts to go into detail, and Narla says, Shay, one second. Uh, uh, Dr. Okates, could you please identify your companions? I am Rick19. I'm sorry, I, I, I cannot see who is talking, but hello, Rick19. Is there anyone else there? Uh, I am. I guess there's no one else there. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Hears, and I know you're going to look me up in a database, so you need to know that I have received pardons uh, from your authorities. (laughs) In case it's not there, you'll have to keep looking. He's got the paperwork checks out on our end. Here's Fabricius. Narla. Let me write that down. He's received pardons. Narla. Narla's face stays calm, but Shay smiles. And then Rick, Rick is going <laughs> to jump like in you. one more time and say, we had one more member. His name was Nico Orion, but we lost him. You can see Narla's face processes something and then goes back to Stoneface. Shay jumps in at the pause. Look, like I was saying, maybe we just caught a break here. If you are who you say you are, and I think you are, based on your... Your buddy here's here. But if your group, we have two reactors, and if if your group can reach one of them, my team can take the other. Look, we shut them both down. We can open these blast doors that are holding us in, locking us in, and maybe we'll all live through this after all. And you can see Narla is trying to maybe jump in, but... Shay's plan starts to make sense. You can see her stop trying to control the situation and be more approaching. And she gives a pause to see if you say anything after Shay says that. Uh, Our first official mission with this RPG. (laughs) (laughs) Our quest giver. Uh, If Nico was here, he'd ask how much they're going to pay us to do this. (laughs) Look, is there something that you may need? Again, I... I do have your names. Thank you for sending through your identities. I I think that you may be helpful to all of us surviving where we are now. So I think it would be best if you are willing to help. It may be your only option as well. Give us some direction and we will seek to try and uh, both escape and survive this hellhole. Shay jumps back in. Look, the scum here... Lock down their base. They set it to sanitize. The reactors are going to go boom in a few hours. All right? I want to be out here before that happens. Okay? The blast doors are cutting us off from our ship outside the void crier. Okay? We got to shut down the main power in order to reboot and get those doors open. 
And seeing as the reactors are already on an emergency sanitation procedure, it's a win-win. All right, so here, one strong team goes to each reactor, okay? If the schematics are as I think they are on our side, assuming your sector is similar, you're going to look for a shaft going down. That shaft should have a bypass tunnel. If need be, you could get to us, but if you follow that shaft down, you will get to the reactor sector. Are there any questions? Uh, Would you happen to know where that shaft is located in relation to where we are currently? And can we establish a comm link with, with them intermittently, perhaps? Are you on the same frequency or... Narla jumps in. Yes, if you would like to contact us on this frequency, please transmit it to your comm units and we can work through or talk with you at any time that you might need, provided that there is nothing else interfering. This is a dangerous place that both Shay, oh, his team, know. and you are in. We are aware of the dangers here. So you're saying that our regular comm units that we use to talk to each other can now communicate with them? Right, because this is the first comm unit that is not dependent on any sort of telepathic communication. Dope. Here, I don't know where your shaft is. Likely, if you're in some sort of a comm room, it's likely north or northeast of where you are, but I, I, it's hard to be sure. Kevin rolls out the full map and... <laughs> <laughs> Was that you pinging? That's uh, me. Kelly? Oh, okay. <laughs> so for the listener, like we, we're down in the bottom like left corner of this like large map, and, and there's just a ping in the dark blackness uh, to the northeast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or, if you guys took my advice and just read the AP, you would know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you don't do that. I tell you every week. Uh, um, here's this fun. <laughs> I know. Here's just just gonna say like. Uh, so here's the thing. We're probably going to encounter some more enemies. You should know I'm out of spells. I'm completely tapped out. We don't have enough time to rest, so I'm not going to be very helpful in combat, most likely. But I'll help however I can. Uh, right. Are you telling us that or are you telling Shay? <laughs> I mean, I tell you to this. And I toss, I toss Kelly the Eldracarnum. Right, sorry, toss here's the Eldracarnum. Here. Oh, that'll do. <laughs> Take hey, this. Thanks. I take it back. What are the limits on that? Like, thanks, is, it, is that a once per day or something? No, there's five gems. Yeah, there's spell gems. And you, but you burn the gem yeah. completely when you use it. Yeah, yeah I think so. no, there's only, there's like five uses per gem. I thought two or four. Oh, mm. that could be actually. I thought it was. I thought it had like limited charge per gem, but I could be wrong. That I thought I recall that actually. Narla but, jumps in as you all are trying to. If there's nothing else, then. Time is of the essence here. Are you aware of an armory on this level? Uh, what's his name again? Shay. Shay. I haven't found one, but I've been more focused on trying to get to the reactor. If we do, I will let you know. Sweet. It would help us in our uh, quest to get out of here and shut down yeah. that reactor. But Armor upgrades would also be helpful. <laughs> Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to the GM and see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick turns the out too and he says, this sounds like we should get moving fast. Yes. Let's go. I agree. Narla jumps back in. There is one thing that my scans are indicating. Uh, you should be aware there, there could be radiation and that could oh, no. melt down from the reactors. I have to say too, 
I'm not quite sure where you are in this station, but it could be coming from several levels. So keep your meters tuned. Oh, do I have a Geiger counter on me? Do we have to have a Geiger counter? Or is that Yeah, so don't we have like basic protections from our. You do. Yeah, from our environmental armor. Yeah. You're well, in- no, the ra- radiation's a, a different thing. So, I, so I'm so i pretty sure detecting radiation in Starfinder is explicitly you have to have a device that does that. So there mm-hmm. might be something that does that. With that, Shay... What about my microlab? Turns... That's a really good question. Uh, let me look on that. Shay turns back and says, Look, contact me if you need anything. He seems to be ha- having like muted and then was talking to other people in the background. Look, contact me if you need anything. We can get out of here together. This just might be the way to do it. Let me know. Over. Goes off. Narla looks and says, I don't know if it's been a pleasure. These aren't the circumstances that I would have liked to meet you, but again, if you need help, we are stewards, and we are here. Good luck. Cuts out. Mm, cool. I got tingles. Uh, it says that the the microcord one has radiation protection against low levels, and then you can, yeah, right. So, oh no, but but this might be higher than that, right? So the way radiation works is that there, are, I think, low, medium, and high levels. Your armor yeah. has protections against certain amounts. Devices right. that detect radiation. I want to say that I looked up Dr. Okay to see whether your micro microlab says uh, gains plus four circumstance bonus to engineering mysticism or physical science checks to identify an unknown drug, medicinal poison, or other chemical substance. Yeah, it wouldn't be. I mean, a chemical substance, a- though, I mean. No, don't try it out. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably defer a little to Kev because <laughs> Kev's going to have the, like, in terms of the real world. Your, it says radiation is a poison effect, but I don't, it's not a poison. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I see here. Yeah. So detecting radiation re- requires the right tool or magic. Hmm. <laughs> Cast a spell, detect radiation. I bet that's. I mean, there's probably, there's probably a spell. <laughs> yeah. So there is a detect radiation spell. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, there is. And yep, there's also it. a detect uh yeah, yeah, that's the that's the spell. Rick, give me a uh well Rick and actually yeah, Rick, give me a perception check. <laughs> Damn it, man. Two different dice uh in a row, actually. A natural one, but my perception is a plus six. So seven. Seven. Doctor okay. I would say give me an aid roll. If you successfully aid, then I think... <laughs> what am I aiding in? Perception. Perception. <laughs> Here's your just a little too far away. Just made it. Just made it? All right, nice. Rick, as you're walking away from these pillories that are in the uh, northeast corner of the room, you realize that one of the hooks that would normally hold somebody, right, that are at the bottom, it's not a hook. You thought it was. You look and you pick up this device that looks like maybe an airplane pillow but it's made out of metal and cushion and has all these nice pastel lights that seem to just low power hum but you didn't quite pick it up because the pillory itself has like purple lights coming down and you realize this is a pretty new device called a relaxu 
or a relax you depends on whether you're a marketing <laughs> rep or a somebody just buying it, right? An engineer. An engineer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a portable self-care device. Mm, pedicure. It has a padded collar that loosely covers the shoulders and lower neck, designed for busy professionals and distant explorers. It monitors a range of biometric data, which it uses to provide automated massages, aromatherapy, soft-spoken encouragement, or guided meditation. <laughs> when, when using a Relax You while resting 10 minutes to recover stamina points, you also regain 1d4 hit points. Wow. Every 10 minutes you rest while using a relax you is treated as one hour of rest for the purpose of recovering from <gasps> exhausted or That's fatigue so condition. Cool. That's amazing. So it's you already have the only means of healing right now is as rest right now, I think, or you have some Mark you have One. A couple of med kits and I can do a first aid. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got uh, Mark One serums of healing, first aid. Now you have this relax you where one of you can wear this next time you do a 10 minute rest. And you can regain some hit points. Uh, whose hit points? My hit points are about half right now. Uh, I'm well, less than half. Less than half. I'm okay. full. I'm fine. So go I for it. I could use it. And also, um, I want to tell Bernice. I think I did this previously, but if I hadn't, uh, I want to ditch the survival knife on the transmutation matrix. Mm-hmm. And, you don't uh, have to ditch it. it no, no, it, no. It, just let me finish my sentence. Okay. Uh, I want to. Bernice is going to spend 10 minutes and switch it to the vapor cavitation pistol. Oh, okay. Because she can do that. So just semantics on it. It's not ditching because you can say it's saved in there. Right. I'm switching its function. Okay. Re- relax. Relax. It's literally the word relax and then you. It's actually from the. Uh, it's from the. What's the most recent book? Uh, the not tech. Galactic Magic when this comes out, but. Uh, tech Revolution? Tech Revolution. It's from, it's from Tech Revolution. Um, Do, so it's not going to show up on our hero lab. It should because I because I bought Tech Revolution. Uh, is it a magic item or a, just a, a regular item? That's a great question. Well, it'd be a tech item because most of the stuff in, in yeah. Tech Revolution. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, it's under gear though, right? Not armor. Yeah. No. No. It's not armor. There's like a pair of headphones oh, with it oh. too. I found what's well, I found Tech Gear finally. Yeah. So what do I do? Hit ten minute char- uh, ten minute rest, and then as you're looking over that. Sh- all of your comms come through because I'm assuming that you all align it to that frequency. Yeah. Comms comes through. Shade's voice comes through. Hey, just uh, some more information that I thought you might need to know, which is just that there should be a lot of computer workstations, wherever this drop shaft is. Thought you might... <coughs> oh, God, is he okay? Sorry, this voice is really hard. I they really have a really yeah. Sorry, that was that was me. Ah, uh, okay. What I really look again. Some sort of control room with lots of computer workstations. Let me know when you find this shaft. Shut down that reactor. We'll meet in the landing bay. Talk soon. Shh. Over and out. So, uh, we're gonna take a ten minute rest, guys. Uh, hey, do you mind if I try this thing out and uh, get back to normal or sort um, of more normal? Didn't we already take a 10-minute rest? Because my stamina is at full after that fight. Yeah, but I just want to try and get some hit points back. Sure. It, does it work on 10 minutes? Or if that was every hour? No, it's... 10 every, minutes is like an hour. It, it counts as an hour for exhausted or fatigued, but uh, it you use it when you do a 10-minute rest. Oh. And it gives you 1d4 okay. hit points. That's the whole thing. 
it can turn your short rest into a way to regain hit points. So now I just can roll 1d4 and I can get hit points back. Yeah. Let's roll big. So cool. Two. What should Two. we do with Nico's body? Still laying in the hall. We talked about taxidermying it some several episodes ago. But <laughs> we'll take a, a lock of his hair idea. or something. We could clone him potentially. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Take a lock of his hair. Why not? Does he have dog tags or any personal items? Maybe we can give it to his family who haven't disowned him. His family hates him, so <laughs> his friends, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody cares about him. <laughs> Alright, here's is gonna take a lock of hair off of Nico. Nico's Raven-haired head. All right. Well, then, then yeah, Rick will punch open the door, and I'm gonna. He's gonna. Well, Dutcher came. Scan the hallway. Here's move your pawn back to where you guys are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna rest in this room for ten minutes, and I got two pay points back. Sweet. Okay. And uh, Do Bernice you rest now before has before you leave the room. Uh, personally, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they could be the whole. Uh, I think this is. I think I'm just gonna sit here. You guys go ahead. Uh, um. But don't get into any trouble without me, because uh, I just need to... I'm going to just try this thing out, you know? We will stay close. Rick's just going to stand like right outside the door with his gun up, and just like just in case anything pops up. Because those damn dinosaurs can still appear out of nowhere. Oh, true. There's one left, I think, at least. Yeah. So, Rick in here as you walk out, Chad is hanging out there, eating another burrito. Here as you turn... <laughs> And look down at the flickering lights that are flickering over Nico's body. Rick, you step right into the middle of the hall. Dr. O.K., you put on this relax you, and you put on headphones. <laughs> I picture it's just one of those, like, like it's it's like a, a U, like a, like a flying, <laughs> uh, like an airplane pillow. Yeah, yeah. But it's got, like, little massagers on there, and that's enough to, like, heal your hit points. <laughs> it just, and it's just like whispering it's like encouraging like, words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man, best. I feel so dangerous. I feel so, great. Somebody's terrible uh, Mechie <laughs> yeah. grad project. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I see you there. I see you there. <laughs> crushing it. <laughs> uh, so as you step into the hall, Rick and here's Roll for initiative. Rick, maybe you also are looking down. Nico's body and the flashing lights reveal again a tall ceiling you can see pipes and ducks running up above you and then something catches your eye Rick as the light to your left appears to be growing brighter and brighter like left down the hallway or left down looking towards Nico and I left down the hallway and you turn and look and here's, I, I don't know if you see this, but you do see something in between you and Nico's body. Mother and it appears to be it. another set of green. As here's, once again, it seems that space God. and time are shifting and this green portal begins to open up. And then this snout comes through and this creature that is slowly it's about the size of a wolf and it starts to, to step through one paw the portal at a time oh, just f*** 
off. And this, so wait, there's two of them? There's one on each side of there's us? There's one on each side of you. And the mouth, the snout, the lips pull back, revealing these fangs. <laughs> and the creature itself is almost dazzling. As you can see that its fur seems to be made of some sort of shards of, of blue and white. And the eyes seem to glisten. And any light that hits it reflects and leaves <gasps> all this weird reflection on the walls around it as it steps through. I know through. what this is. And it's funny because as it comes through, it seems like the light was green from the portal. But the hind part of the creature is blue like this flash and then it materializes into hind legs and you all need to roll for initiative don't, don't I, have a picture, I, a picture I, for I us? don't even know how to react anymore how, I'm what, gonna what is get doctor there? okay is he like just in his he's got his noise canceling bows god dang it oh man what about he's Bernice, just, like, his little head I like, guess Bernice is is Bernice would let you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so Bernice is inside with me. Right. This is why I was asking, are you guys going to go at, at the same time? Or I knew do you it. wait? I that's why you were asking that. Yeah, of course. Damn I'm going to ask. I, 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 oh, All right. We need to roll for perception me... every single time we exit a door, guys. I'm sorry, guys. That's not even perception. They just appear out of nowhere. Yeah. They, I, I, wait, John. Isn't this that thing that we fought in that one shot? I don't think you guys have fought this before. Uh, I thought that I remember something like this, the way you describe it. I don't remember anything in the one shot that we played. <laughs> oh, that one shot a while back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me make sure. I think it's in two. You're talking about this? That was like we were on a snowfield or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the one with Sarah. Yeah. I thought that we fought something like this. Yeah. It's so I can't remember. Beautiful made of crystals. I, just, I remember the setting more than anything else. So as it steps out, too, I just want to say one 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 awesome detail that I forgot is that in its chest, you see that this flash of red, angry orange sometimes just as it snarls and pulls its fearsome fangs out. It seems like its chest grows a little bit brighter. And I'm going to show you here what it looks like <laughs> on the map. Just like shoots oh energy beams out of it. What is we that? have oh, fought this, John. We, we have, have not. fought this before. We, ha- we have not. I, Unless you played this adventure, you looking ahead. No. All right. It's an adventure specific. Wasn't that a, it was more like a gorilla, I think, in the one yeah. shot. I remember I the, the glass like Blake. All right. Well, maybe it's from the same planet where crystal creatures exist. But right. This, so this thing looks like a like a jackal, like really sharp razor fangs. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like a wolverine a, with like yeah, it's got a glowing orange chest piece in its throat, kind of, and the rest of it is just like crystallized hair. It is crystallized well, hair. It is maybe a that's pretty sweet point. cool. Uh, Rick's just going to start shooting at anything that glows green from this point on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go around, and I'm going to start I with a surprise round. the person across from me. Dr. Okay, what, what did you get on your initiative? Oh, so I get to roll? Yeah, you get to roll? Oh, well, that's that's right. I feel like Bernice is going to probably do it, but how do we want to do this? Because I was not thinking of you putting that on and be wearing noise-canceling headphones as this starts. Make him roll a disadvantage. Yeah. I think that's a really good rule, actually. Okay. Take the lower of the two. <sighs> God. <laughs> Still better than mine, though. What'd you get? Uh, hold on. I'm looking at my initiative uh, five. Five. All right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Here's what you get. All right. Um, I got a five as well. You got a five oh, as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What is here's what is what is your dexterity bonus? My dex bonus is zero. So. And Doctor well, K, what's plus your dex zero? Bonus? Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. What's your what's your dex bonus? Uh, plus one. Okay, so Doctor OK will go before here. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, and Rick nineteen, what'd you get? Seven. Seven. God. Because <laughs> oh, Rick's too busy. Man. He's like he's like he's shouting out here's to get back as soon as he sees the first glow, and then he turns to yell at Rick or at uh, at Doctor OK, and he sees the other glow, and he's just like he's as prepared as he is. He's still just in a panic, and so he's just waving at Doctor OK, trying to get his attention. And so, yeah, that's why he's a little slow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This couldn't have gone any better. (laughs) All right. So the creature that is looking and is closest to Rick. Oh, God, there's two of them. (laughs) The one that is in the north just takes a paw, steps it forward. There's this. There's this, this, this light that seems to be running like down a conduit down the creature's body it grows brighter and then brighter and then brighter until it just flares with this intense flash of light and all creatures within 60 feet except i think dr okay need to give me a fortitude save because I'm in a different I think because you're in a different room and you're literally like you are in because you're wearing this like like your eyes are closed you're not trying to you, you know like be in the combat like I'm I'm oh, did I get the benefits of my 10 minute as a person I want to say yes but since they went out during the middle of it I don't <sighs> think you did yet I didn't finish my you didn't finish okay yeah so I'm gonna be down <laughs> Do Bernice and Chad need to make fortitude rolls? Do they have a fortitude save? What's the I effect? Mean, oh, that's a good question. What's I don't know. How- yeah, I mean, there is a um, fortitude save, but, I mean, Bernice is in the room with me. Yeah, but Bernice, I think, was just more aware and was at the edge of the room. That was kind of my thought. Was like... Yeah, that's just, fine. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I so, think Bernice is more aware. That was my thought. That was the contingent thought. So right? I'll roll for Bernice. Yeah. Is it uh is this an area attack? This is an area effect. This might this also might not apply to Bernice. What what happens if Bernice fails? Sixteen. Bernice got a sixteen. What did Rick nineteen get? Uh, I rolled a seventeen with a plus, I believe, four. Okay. Dang, so nope, twenty one. Twenty two. Dang. Here's. Oh, I got a six. Here's got a sixteen. Okay. Um yeah. Okay. Chad Chad gets no saving throws against attacks. Okay. Is Chad are are Chad or Bernice sightless? Because they, they both have sight. See. They both can uh, see, right? I suppose. Um, if it's if it takes maybe damage, it just says, knows. Hmm. It says Chad yeah. takes if t- Chad takes six or more damage from an area um, yeah, then area attacks, gets it ice. gets no saving throws against it. Okay. And he just dissipates. Okay, correct. Well, Tell me if this would apply to Bernice and to Chad, but this will definitely apply to uh, Hears and Rick 19, that the fortitude save was for this effect called Bristle Flash, which essentially <laughs> allows the creature to do this huge flash of light. Mm-hmm. So because you succeeded, you are fine. You would have been dazzled for 1d4 rounds, 
but you're not because you succeeded. So you're fine. You're good to go for now. That's comforting. Yeah. This. Yeah. But if you weren't, you would have been dazzled for one d four rounds, which would have been that would have been suck. That would have been real bad. And so what this creature is going to do is it's going to actually, it's actually going to take one step towards you. Actually, Rick, one cautious, calm step towards you, and it is the creature near hears. It is its turn, and it is going to. You see. As it snarls at you, hears you see that it is going to the, the the center of its chest begins to pulse, pulse just like the body until this focused ray of light seems to travel from the center of its chest. You can watch it move up its throat and then out of its mouth as it shoots this light beam at you just like a laser pistol and i'm gonna roll to see if i hit you that is a 25 against eac yeah it hits obviously as this beam just arcs across and lightens up this whole space and you take 68 points of damage six points of damage (laughs) you're right with the first number there as it hits you and then it also takes one even step this is some serious stuff Rick 19 it's your turn you covered your eyes successfully against this bristle flash what do you do Rick is gonna tell here's get back in the room and he's gonna just set his artillery laser down on the floor take a step uh well he just like drops it over his shoulder strap okay because it's how i'm playing this one yeah so just it yeah. <laughs> uh and he's gonna just whip out his axe and take a step forward towards this dog and then i'm gonna roll survival check and try to tame it <laughs> get out of here <laughs> get out of here <laughs> Wait, is it, of, is, is it possible to team? Actually, no. can we do that? <laughs> it's always worked out so well for us. Do you want to try to, to... As a move action, you can use a survival to improve your attitude of an animal with intelligence score of one or two. This functions just like diplomacy check to change a person's initial attitude. So he takes his axe out and he kind of yeah, puts his hey, hand out. In the Android voice, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tries to calm it. Uh, to, would, would this waste my action though? Like, is this my standard action? Is to do that? I feel like if you're actively trying to like tame this creature, then yeah, it would. Can I ask what is the what is the intelligence score? Yeah, I thought it was a move uh, action. It had to be to. But I guess you would double move, right? Well, well you had you, you already had took that, a step. You had you had the um the the sheet that says whether or not it's a, an action or not, right? Somebody on Reddit had put together. Yeah, I lost that actually Dang uh, it. as I changed some bookmarks over. Yeah, I know. It's up to up to the discretion of the GM. I think is what the book says. But uh, I'll say it's um, a move action if you're trying to say something. It's fine. But you already took a move action by stepping towards it, and you switch weapons. Yeah. Which well, the, the the switching weapons is a part free. of the action. Yeah, that's right. Okay. 
So you could switch weapons as part of this move action. That's dumb. Okay. Um, no, I'm just going to hit this one. Okay. I'm going to swing, swing my axe and hit it. Um, I'll try to, to tame the other one. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me just switch over to my axe real quick on Hero Lab. Thank you, Hero Lab. So these creatures have moved from this green portal that you've seen before into the hallway and seem to be trying to isolate each of you and attack each of you using this massive flash of light and then by literally shooting a laser beam out of their mouth like a freaking laser wolf and hitting here's and now rick is gonna take some retribution yeah um first so i can do a life science check without as a standard action i can just do that right as a free action i th- i would think so because that's how dr k does it too i got a five you got a five Okay, you uh, you have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have no idea. Uh, and then I rolled a fifteen to hit. You rolled a fifteen to hit. What does that look like as you go to hit? I I mean, he just like he steps forward and just takes his axe and does this wide swing, kind of across towards its neck, towards <laughs> towards where you know that it could shoot another laser at you, because <laughs> that's what it just yeah. wants to do. All the time. It's a wolf. It gets a reaction. Every time it's hit, it gets to laser shoot you. It gets to just laser shoot you. Yeah. As you swing up to hit, the axe comes across. And that is our game. No! (laughs) Why? Had to do it to him. (laughs) Oh, man. We fought everything. Everything in this game. The laser wolf. Totally going to tame the other laser wolf. Laser wolf. We'll save the laser wolf. We need a, we need like a sticker or something. We need a laser wolf sticker. Yeah. Hey everyone, this is Kelly. Thanks for listening. As always, did you know that there's this new feature on Spotify where you can rate podcasts by star rating? Hmm, interesting. If you listen to us on Spotify, please let us know how you feel and give us a rating. Also, check out our awesome Discord, which you can find at willsavethepodcast.com and join the conversations we have going on there. And if there's anything else you want to do to support the podcast, anything at all, please do it. Like, I don't know, maybe write some, here's fan fiction. I've written fanfics in the past. I wouldn't be opposed to something like that. Like maybe here's leans over Nico's dead body and he whispers something secret in his ear. Something for just the two of them that no one else hears. I don't know. The world is your oyster. See you next time.